Hey, it's Magnus, and this is the second installment of Autism First Language. This is just the opinion of one autistic guy, right? So, this opinion may suck. You may have other opinions. You are free to start your own podcast. This one's mine. The thing I wanted to talk about today was uh, some of the terminology around autism in the neurodiversity space, specifically uh, neurodivergent or neurodivergence. And I guess before I start, I should probably walk it way back and talk about the terminology I like to use. Neurodiversity is kind of a celebration of all of the different kinds of, of minds uh, that exist in the human condition, right? I don't think you can talk about a person as being neurodiverse. <laughs> neurodiverse. A person can't be diverse. A group of people can be diverse, but a single person can't be diverse. Therefore, a single person can't be neurodiverse. So. I think I know what people are trying to say when they call somebody neurodiverse. What they're trying to say is that that person does not have a typical neurology. In other words, they are not neurotypical. And neurotypical is what I would call somebody who has a typically configured brain structure, brain connectivity, right? I don't like to use the word quote unquote normal because autistic people are normal. ADHD people are normal, right? All of these different neurotypes are normal. They aren't typical. They aren't, they aren't, I guess you might say the reference design for the human, for the human brain, but they are normal. The typical design, people who have the typical design, I would call them neurotypical. And I think there, there is a trend towards calling people without the neurotypical mind. I think there's a trend towards calling all of those folks, people like me, calling us neurodiverse. As a group, yes, we're neurodiverse. But neurotypical people are part of the neurodiverse group. Neurodiversity is everybody. It's not just the atypical brains. All brains are part of neurodiversity. So it comes back again to what do you call somebody? An individual person that does not have a typically wired brain. And I'm going to argue that you don't call them neurodiverse. Again, because you can't call an individual person diverse. So you can't call an individual person neurodiverse. What you call them, this comes right from like biology. They're divergent, divergent from the typical form. So I think the term you would use for individuals who are not neurotypical, you would call us neurodivergent. Okay. There's not 
unanimous consensus that the terminology that I prefer is the right terminology to use. But I think there's a broad consensus around some of it. I definitely see a lot of autistic people calling themselves or other autistic people neurodiverse. And I, I do cringe when I hear it, but I don't want to police other people's identity language. This is the identity language that I use and I'm going to encourage it. And I'm going to tell you why I encourage it. I think I just did. So all y'all together, everybody who can hear this as a collective, y'all are (laughs) neurodiverse. The autistic folks who are listening, you're, uh, to me, you're neurodivergent. The moms and dads and doctors and allies and other people who say, well, I'm not neurodivergent. You're neurotypical. So neurotypicals and neurodivergents make up the sum total of neurodiversity. I want to expound on this a little bit more because like when you get into the workspace, when you get into professional, uh, like corporate environments, there's this, there's this movement, this trend, uh, they're calling it autism at work. Right. And a lot of, a lot of these companies have to call it autism at work if they want a seat at the autism at work table, round table. And that's, that's probably another rant or hot take I should get into at some point. But I think a lot of these corporations call their autism at work programs, neurodiversity programs very incorrectly because they're not creating, in most cases, they are not creating neurodiverse teams. They are creating autistic monocultures that are segregated from other workers, minus the neuro, usually neurotypical supervisors. So you get this really weird kind of layout where you've got autistic workers, neurodivergent workers, with neurotypical bosses, and they're calling that neurodiverse. No. No, 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 no. It's, it's a, it's an autistic monoculture that, I mean, it's really systemized oppression. Oh my gosh. Don't get me started. If you want neurodiversity, you got to mix it up. You got to have autistic people in the frontline roles in the leadership roles. You've got to have neurotypical people. Yes. In the leadership roles and in the trenches. You just got to mix it all up. If you, if you can mix it all up and, and you bring in our friends with ADHD and Tourette's and dyslexia and dyspraxia and dyscalculia. Did I say that right? That's neurodiversity. All these different minds coming together, all having equity stake in how the organization is run. So that's my rant for today. I don't know what I'm going to rant about tomorrow or later today. You just don't know. We're flying by the seat of our pants here. I'm actually, I'm really kind of liking just being able to record an episode whenever I have a few minutes and something on my mind that I want to share with you. Let me know what you think. 
I'm on Twitter at Magnus919. Um, so I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.